everybody. Welcome to episode 85 of the Masterclass. My name is Cam Brennan, and I'm joined yet again by Mr. David Hogue. How are you? Awesome. Is everything awesome? It is awesome. Are you part of a team? Part of a team. Everything is awesome <laughs> when you're part of a team. Uh, I'm not familiar. Have you ever seen a Lego movie? No, I have not. Oh, well, that would explain why <laughs> I had to carry that tune. <laughs> No, <laughs> thanks for joining in there, man. Yeah, anytime. So, uh, as we were preparing for this show, dear listeners, Dave, uh, Dave dropped a bomb on me. We've been doing this show for two years and two days as of this recording, which I totally forgot that we started at January 1st of 2015. So this is officially... Not only the first show of 2017, but the first show of our third year as a podcast, which is crazy. That is crazy. Because I think when we started this, I don't know what you thought. I frankly don't remember what I thought. But being here, 85 episodes in, two years and a few days in, that's, I mean, maybe in the back of my mind, I thought we'd get this. I, I didn't really know what to expect, but I mean, here we are. That's a, that's like, like 80, I mean, that's at least 85 hours at, uh, yeah, at least that we've roughly 80 hours, 80 something. So like we've talked for like three days straight. Yeah. What's that? Uh, 48 hours is two days. 72 is three days. So three and a half days. Yeah. A little over three and a half days. (laughs) Listener, we have a challenge. Listen to every episode. Back to back to back to back, 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 back. If you can do it straight without sleeping, (laughs) I will buy you a bag of Cheetos. Excellent. I feel like that's a, you know, a worthy prize for such an endeavor. Not that anyone has anything better to do with their time than to go listen back to some of the first episodes, which sounded terrible. Those were, those were really bad audio, but we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, There's a couple of, other podcasts I listen to that or oh, yeah, terrible are still audio. terrible audio. So yeah. yeah. Content, eh, sound, hey. <laughs> it was opposite for us, Dave. Oh, okay. It was really good content, really crappy sound. Now we've got well, I, I think we have good content. Maybe. 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 I think you you know, for certain people. Yes. I think some people probably won't enjoy our sultry radio voices. <laughs> But anyways, uh, all joking aside, especially about the sultry radio voices for me, I know Dave has one. I'm just trying to live up to his standard. Um, It is really cool to think that we've been doing this for over two years now and um, that this has become something regular in our lives and um, something that uh, I look forward to, and I think something that has become a very uh, integral part of my life, and um, I'm very, uh, I'm very happy that we have this, and that I get to do it with you. And uh, you know, I'm I'm always grateful that your family lets me crash your your house <laughs> once a week and kind of you know turn the AC off in the summer, turn the heat off in the winter. You know, they suffer while we get to chat. Um, but they're good sports about it, so I really do appreciate all the uh, hospitality and love from your family. I I did forget to turn the heat on 
not that long ago. Oh no! How cold and did it get? Fifty-eight. Yeah, that'll wake you up. When and you... and we have a heat pump, and heat pump does not heat when it's like fifteen degrees out, and the thir- like it was one of those really cold nights. Oh jeez! And it got cold, so we have a third switch on ours, which is like emergency heat, which is a, like a normal furnace. Yeah. And actually, I think ours is like an electric furnace, so it like the electric bill. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Not not. <laughs> But it's just funny because I was like, there's such a difference between, like when you go to our register on the heat pump, it doesn't feel like there's warm air coming out of it. It just feels like the temperature of the room. Uh-huh. But when you crank it over to the the emergency heat. It's like it's, lava. It's like hot. Yes. It's <laughs> Liquid so it hot did, magma. It, it did not take long for it to get back up to. Well. But I was also very impressed that our house was still at 58 on a very cold night so yes i wouldn't yeah well so we're here um and uh i do want to say that this episode is brought to you not by some ad not by some corporation but by two really cool people (laughs) will be hogue and katie brennan between the two of them they have covered all of our hosting needs for this month because they support us on patreon and I just wanted to give them a special shout out um, because they are our newish supporters on Patreon. And no joke, between the two of them, they cover our uh, hosting costs for this month. And I think that's super cool that there are people out there, even though they're related to us. <laughs> I think that's even more impressive that they are related to us and they still wanted to uh, support us. So thank you to Wilby and thank you to Katie yes, for uh, bringing this episode to all of our listeners. At zero cost to us. So, dear listener, if you're listening, make sure to give Katie or Will be a shout out, even if it's just to your office. Just stand <laughs> up and scream, Katie and Will be paid for the podcast I'm listening to while I work. Probably don't do that. Although, if you did, you should record it and put it on Instagram so we can <laughs> add it to the show notes next week. Uh, so, last episode, mm-hmm. we talked about. The end times, the apocalypse, the coming of Jesus once again. And I feel like we're going to be talking about that for a while based on what is uh, coming up in the rest of Matthew 24 and 25. Yes. So, do you have anything to add before we uh, read the scripture? About this conversation, what we talked about last week. Uh, you want to wax poetic about our two-year history, you know? <laughs> I I have come to the conclusion, and this is a bit of a cop-out, but I've decided that my, and hopefully this will change over our next few weeks, but the way I viewed the end times is nobody got it right the first time. So why do we think we're going to get it right this time? The first time? I would like the first thousand times. Well, I mean, like, when Jesus came the first time. They're oh. like, I, did, they really, did they really know that he was going to come as a baby in a manger? I, I know you can look at the Old Testament prophets, and you can point to things. It's like, oh, this is what he's talking about here. Oh, well, yeah, but the hindsight's twenty twenty. But I genuinely believe that those prophets were not thinking... Jesus is the the Messiah is going to come 
is a helpless little baby. And so I, I, I'm, I'm half joking and I'm half sincere when I say this is of, I'm just like, God has such an infinite way of truly has an infinite way of doing things that to me, it seems like a bit arrogant to think that, Oh, well we know how it's going to happen next time. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's not worth studying because if Jesus talked about it, clearly it's important. Yeah. And, and I would agree with that. And I think if, if you listen to our last episode, you'll, uh, hear me make a few bold statements about having a written down set in stone view of the end times. In today's point, I think it is worth studying and worth trying to understand what the Bible says about it. But I think that there is a fascination and a preoccupation with the end times that a lot of Christians of certain um, denominational affiliations uh, embrace that I would caution against. Mm-hmm. If I can be fair and vague and generic until we actually get into the discussion. <laughs> uh, but also, if you, again, if you listen to the last episode, you'll pretty much know where I stand on a lot of that. So, um, yeah, definitely worth studying, which is why we are spending a few episodes working through um, these passages. Um, but again, I think you'll you'll find that Dave and I have opinions on this stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, not shockingly. Um, and they may disagree uh with what you or other people you know um believe. And guess what? That's totally cool. This is about having a discussion. And Dave and I both know that we may not be right. And we've said this time and time again, and I'm going to say it again. If you disagree, or even if you do agree, write in and let us know, because it's really easy to have a conversation in a vacuum where where other uh, points of view, other experiences, um, other knowledge are not a part of it. And so we invite you guys as listeners to to contribute to the discussion um, and let us know why you agree or disagree with us because that's one of the ways that we can learn from each other is by sharing our thoughts, our opinions, our experiences, um, and our knowledge with each other. So if you want to do that, you can email us hello at supermegacorp.net and just go ahead and put end times or masterclass or happy two year anniversary masterclass in the subject line. Just so I know, um, you know, to make sure that Dave gets the email. Because I don't think you ever checked that email, do you? No, I do not. Yeah, you're, yeah. Well, I'll forward it to you, uh, or you can um, yell at us on Twitter. I'm at Cam Brennan, C A M B R E N N A N. Dave's at ten eight HBO. Unless you've changed it since last no, episode, I did not. which you did, you you know teased us with. I have not. Okay. Hey, where can they find the show notes, Dave? Where can they find the show notes? Oh, you're gonna throw me on the spot <laughs> again. <laughs> Come on, man. Two years, uh, we should be professionals. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm truly like, like in like panic mode. Of all right, it starts with it starts with www.supermegacorp.net slash masterclass slash eighty five. So good. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say it starts with S and ends in supermegacorp.net slash masterclass slash eighty five, but you didn't so well. I know it. So proud of you, Dave. Just takes me a little bit. Indeed. 
Should we should we like be more excited? I feel like we're a little a little somber this episode. Ah. Just reflecting on all the good times. Yes. You know, I, I realized that about this time last year, we were on episode fifty. Because of the episode L was Super Bowl L. Was, was that- it? And so I'm like, I feel like we didn't quite do maybe as many episodes in are you saying we're getting lazy, Dave? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying you had a child. Okay. Well, let's let's just fact check here, okay. Dave. We are true <laughs> professional journalists. No. Not, no, no fake news here. Uh, well, hopefully not fake news. We are talking about Jesus. Let's let hope that's real. Uh, episode L was February 17th. Uh, so that's okay. So uh, as of our first episode of 2016 was January 6th, and it was episode 44. Mm-hmm. So we did 44 the first year, 40 even the second year. Okay. So that's the first year, that's 11 weeks off. The second year, that's 14 weeks. Man, that's a lot of vacation. You've got a nice boss, Dave. <laughs> I've got... Wait, no, got I, can't even, I can't even do my math. 52 weeks in a year. <laughs> yeah, so 11, 11, and, 11 and 14, yeah, I'm right. No, 11 and 12. No, no. Oh, sorry. Seriously, my my sleep has been so deprived. The only thing I've realized we didn't we took nine weeks off the first year, and then we took twelve weeks off this year. Gotcha. Which is essentially two every three months. That's and not I, bad. I'm fairly certain I was more consistent with showing up for this than I was about going to church. <laughs> I, I don't think I went to church 44 times or 40 times. Shh, no one's going to take us seriously if you say that. <sighs> I know. It was close, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, yes, we, we were somewhat, somewhat close to being even. But hey, it's the first Tuesday of this year, so we're one for one. Yeah. Got that going for us. We're batting a thousand right now. Mm. Indeed. You know what we're going to hit this year? 100. Episode 100. And so we're 15 weeks away from episode 100. We're, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I feel like we should do something super cool for episode 100. Absolutely. That'll put us in like the end of March, beginning of April range if we don't miss one. So probably somewhere in April. Uh, So the weather will be decent. Mm -hmm. If you have ideas for what we should do for episode 100, let us know. If you want us to reach out to someone super cool. That would be fun. I've got 15 weeks to con them into coming into (laughs) our podcast. Or if we should go record somewhere odd we live in kansas city so we can't like you know go to the beach but we've got 15 weeks to come up with something really cool to do for episode 100 sounds good if you have any ideas it doesn't have to be someone maybe we go do something weird like feed homeless people and by weird i mean totally what the bible tells us to do and just not a normal podcast that's what i meant by weird not by like don't do it it's weird but like it's not a normal podcast weird Anyways, I've rambled enough. You know how to get in contact. Do so, because you guys are going to have some cool ideas, and Dave and I will will decide what we want to do. But I feel like we should. Why not? You only hit 100 once. Absolutely. All right. Would you, uh, would you read 
the Bible for us, please? Yes. So we're at Matthew 24, and we're going to read verses 9 through 14, which I think we read but didn't get to last week. Then they will deliver up to trip. Oh, boy. (laughs) Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will increase, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. All right. Maybe that's why we're somber. The end. Yeah, it's just not a very exciting text. Hmm. You know, it's not like when Lazarus comes out of the tomb and it's like, (laughs) and everyone's having a party. Yeah. Sorry, I just got a picture of Jesus at a rave in my head, and it's pretty awesome. Anyways, I always ruin things with dumb jokes, Dave. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's good. Our our listeners should be used to it at this point. But, all right, so... Tribulation, that is, that's a catchphrase, right? Hmm. Could be. Because when we talk about um, people's views on the end times, there is this whole argument on will Christians be in the tribulation Will God remove them and let the non-believers go through the tribulation? Uh, does he come midway through the tribulation? What is the tribulation? Uh, it sounds like a really bad uh, movie. Mm. The tribulation. You know, like a really bad, like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> horror movie. Um, but I guess I want to know what your thoughts are about what the tribulation is. And then maybe we can discuss why it has become such a, like, it's right up there with the millennia or the millennium in, you know, uh, apocalyptic worldviews. Are we post-millennia, pre-millennium? There is no millennium, you know. The tribulation is is all wrapped up in, in that sort of stuff. Hmm. Uh, well, I am of the opinion that we are living in the tribulation. Oh, really? I am. And that basically the tribute, there are people already right now in China, in Syria, in places around the world where if they choose to follow Christ, it could mean their life. It could mean their job. It could mean their family. It, it could mean the loss of everything important and dear to them. And just because we live in affluent America, and I get that not everybody in this country is affluent and not everybody, um, that there, there is poor in this country, but, um, I believe the tribulation is going on as we speak. And I'm of the opinion that it is sort of the time between the Jesus first coming and his second coming. It's, it's, it is just the tribulation of the nature of living life 
in a sinful, fallen world, and it's going to be worse for some than it is for others. So if I could quote the Princess Bride, life <laughs> is pain, Highness. Yes. I feel like growing up in the church, I was never taught that life is pain. Mm-mm. That Christianity has a lot more to do with suffering than it does with... Um, or a lot more to do with suffering and sacrifice than it has to do with affluence and... Bless, being blessed. Well, but see, even that term is like... Yeah, we think, exactly. We think being blessed is having an material. abundance of material stuff. When in reality, being blessed is having the joy in the presence of God regardless of your circumstances. That's what being blessed mm-hmm. is. And oftentimes a blessing to us is an abundance of food or an abundance of, you know, uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you for the blessing of this bountiful meal. Like bountiful is such a, an appropriate word that I would uh, um, associate with the Christianity I was taught as a kid. Mm-hmm. Because God is, you know, the Holy Spirit is this, this, uh, this well gushing up inside of me, and my cup overfloweth with joy. And by joy, I mean cars and big houses and, you know. <laughs> and being happy. Yeah, and, and, and you quickly, and I feel like we hit on this way more than we should because I think it's <laughs> BS, but you get into the, um, oh, I'm so angry, I can't even remember what it's called, prosperity gospel. And uh, I feel like in my... Now, see, I, I, mean, I don't want to be. I don't want to be hard. I don't want to bash. I want to be helpful and uplifting, Dave. That's what I want. Um, but this idea that our relationship with Jesus is, um, you know, a lot of people like to quote, "As iron sharpens other iron, so you know, a man sharpens another man." Or it's like this, like kind of this, like heartwarming, like ooh yay iron. Have you seen what it takes to make mm-hmm. a sword? They shove it in this raging hot inferno, and they beat the crap out of it with a hammer, and then they shove it back in the raging inferno, and they beat the crap out of it, and they shove it in freezing water, and they shove it back in the raging. In- that does not sound heartwarming or fun or enjoyable. Yeah, but in the end, you have this perfectly. This purified all of the, if it's done correctly, all of the impurities have been burned away. It has been beaten into the correct shape, and it has been uh, cauterized or frozen, essentially, into keeping that shape that was worked so hard for. And when I hear iron sharpen as iron sharpens iron, so one man, you know, sharpen, that sounds terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be like, as one teddy bear cuddles another teddy bear, that is how <laughs> life really is. And so we get to this tribulation thing. And it says, they will deliver you up to the tribulation and put you to death. And you'll be hated by all the nations for my namesake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. So there's all this deception and this hatred and this anger and this enmity. and I feel like this is way more descriptive, as you said, of the world we live in. You know, 2016 was the worst year ever, Dave. (laughs) Read a history book. But anyways, I don't know. Because here's the other thing, too, is like you said, we're living in the tribulation. 
and that is like the big like the tribulation and I, the millennium. I, yeah, exactly. Are these these things that have taken on well and and a lot of it has to do with revelation and we're not really handling that uh here because we're focusing on Matthew and if we were uh responsible podcasters, we would have read and come prepared with what revelation has to say about this, but um, we didn't do that this time. Uh, no. And honestly, I, I, I will say this is that we are going to be, we are going to be discussing this for a while. I mean, if we, if we truly, um, I don't think we'll do what we did last week and this week in terms of only getting through 14 verses, but, um, both Matthew 24 and 25 really deal uh, with the end times and what's going to happen. So uh, we'll have to pick up the slack for next week. Because because honestly, I, I mean, I did spend some time in this. And it was like, I got to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, there's just, there's so much. <laughs> Which, you know... Um, and 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 this is where I guess I'm I'm I yeah I I said at the beginning sort of joking sort of true why do we think we're going to get it right this time and we didn't the first time but I feel like I I need to sort of land at a, a personal of because I haven't really ever done this of what does this mean about my relationship with Jesus sort of a thing well and and that's my question is 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 my understanding of the end times or sorry, does my understanding of the end times mean that I live or act differently than I would if it wasn't? And it sh- the answer should be no. And that's my point. And I completely agree. Is that it shouldn't matter if the end times are coming in the next 50 years or they're coming in the next 50 centuries. If I believe what the Bible says is true about everything, then the way I live my life should not be determined by how soon Jesus is coming back. That being said, I've got a lot of work to do in the way that I live my life, in the way that I choose to spend my time, in the way that I choose to treat people and talk to people, and the things that I choose to think about, and the things that I choose to spend my money on. And, and that is all part of my spiritual formation and my, my relationship with Christ and, the, and what the Holy Spirit is doing in me and to me through those... In, you know, around me. But what I don't understand about a lot of, and I, th- I think this is truly just a lack of understanding on my part and not, and, and most likely not other people being wrong and more just a, a naivete or ignorance on my part about why other people think this is so important. Because I don't understand how, regardless of if I'm, you know, what, what, uh, eschatological viewpoint I, I cling to, how that affects the way that I should live my life. Because I don't think it should. Because it has nothing to do with sharing the gospel, sh- uh, being, uh, show, uh, loving my neighbor more than I love myself, sacrificing for my wife, you know, things that I need to work on, but not because Jesus is coming tomorrow, but because Jesus has called me to do those things regardless of when He's coming. That that's never like okay. Only husbands only love your wives out of the church for like the last two years before I come. Up to then, treat them like crap. Like no, he calls us to a certain standard, and it's not at all tied to when 
the end times come. And I think for me, that gets to the crux of why I think it's, and and I will back off some of my words from last week because I don't want to be mean just to be mean. Um, That's why I don't really care when they come or what viewpoint I should or shouldn't have about the end times. Cause it doesn't, I don't think it matters. I think it's important to study, to know what Jesus said. And if, because it reminds us that we are going to go through tribulation. We're going to go through pain. And as you said, some far more than others. I don't live in China. I don't live in Syria. I don't live in, in, you know, Northern Africa where I'm being, uh, physically persecuted for following Jesus. I live in a place where I'm considered intellectually less than because I need the crutch of Jesus to be smart. And, <laughs> and I don't believe in science because I'm a Christian. And, you know, and I can deal with that crap because you can just laugh it off because people that say that stuff don't understand. I'm not anti-science. I am science plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's hopefully that made sense about kind of where I land on all of this. I think it's important to study because Jesus talked about it, but it is not something to me that I look at and say, you have to be X, Y, or Z. Otherwise you're not a real Christian. And so when people elevate this to, you know, the criterion by which you were judged that's when I take a big issue with it because they are taking something that clearly I think is not a major issue and making it the one thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, um, and I, I don't remember if we said this last week or not, but if I die tonight or I die tomorrow, it is the end times for me. Please don't. <laughs> and so, uh, again, and we're going to eventually get to this. Um, but Matthew twenty four forty two says, therefore stay awake for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. And again, it's that sense of, I don't need to be reading the, the signs and, you know, living the way my life, the way I want to, but paying attention to what's coming. And then, like you said, towards the end, get my act together, or do what I need to do, uh, to be saved. And, yeah, so I don't, at this point, I, I don't have any, I can't, I'm, you know, as you were saying that, I'm just thinking, what difference does it make? And I can't think of anything that it would cause me to live differently. Yeah, because I'm, well... I mean, I should probably live differently for other reasons. (laughs) But, and that's what I was going to say is the, my gut response is like, well, you should tell more people, more people about Jesus, but we should be doing that anyways. Yeah. It shouldn't be like, oh shoot, there's five minutes left in the fourth quarter. We got to save everyone in the arena. Mm -hmm. Like we've been enjoying the game for the first three and a half quarters. Now we got to, you know, make sure everyone gets their popcorn. Like that's not how it should be. And you know, if, if you say that we're living in the tribulation right now, I'm cool with that. Cause guess what? They're going to put you to death. They're going to be hated by all the nations. Uh, many far and away will betray you and hate you. There'll be false prophets. They're going to lead many astray. There'll be lawlessness will increase. Love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures at the end will be saved. Like that stuff all has happened is happening and will continue to happen up until Jesus decides 
Mm-hmm. Not even. No, up until God decides to send Jesus back, because as we get to later on, Jesus doesn't know, which right. is a whole nother issue to talk about. That'll <laughs> yes. probably be like a whole episode, because that statement to I me has always caused some serious friction in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got no problem with you or anyone saying that we're living through the tribulation right now, because I think that's a fair thing to say. What I and I think what you agree with too is that is that that shouldn't change anything. It's a statement of fact about the uh, circumstances of life that doesn't change anything that Jesus has said or has done or has called us to do or be. And and I feel like I have I have reiterated myself there enough. <laughs> yeah, in the the one of the things that I do. Th- hold true that I think is, is, is it is about God being glorified and much like the old Testament prophets leading up to Jesus. I don't think those, they were saying things that people were supposed to figure out and go, ah, Jesus is going to come in zero AD or one AD. When does it start? One AD? <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's zero, zero AD know, or but, CE. But they didn't even know what AD was. That's what I mean. Could you imagine yeah. if someone was like, little do you know, we're actually counting years down to zero, and then we're going to start over again when this cool guy shows up. Yeah, and I think instead what it does is after the event occurs, you look back and you go, look, God was God was in this from the get-go. This is this is what it's about. It's It's, you know, God's story. It's his plan. It's about glorifying him. And so he says these things, in my opinion, so that on the other side, everybody goes, ah, see? Yeah. Foreshadowing. We should have gotten it, but we didn't. It's a great plot device. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna, it's like the seatbelt in Jurassic Park. Have you, you seen Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. right, Dave? Okay. So I've been watching these. Uh, I started this filmmaking course. Uh, this online because I want to get better at making films. I have ideas and I, you know, I make vlogs and they're okay. They're nothing special. Mm-hmm. They're okay. They're fun. I enjoy making them, but like, I want to get into like actual filmmaking because like there's documentaries I want to make. Um, and so I, I started taking this course and this guy's like, okay, first thing you got to know, Jurassic Park is the best movie ever made. You <laughs> cannot disagree with me. And I'm going to reference it a bunch in this course because it's that good. Huh. And so he's talking about plot devices to help move a story along or to help, you know, in, involve the, the reader or the viewer in this case uh, with with hints about what's going to happen. And so he's like, the line just says, the seatbelt, Jurassic Park. And I was like, the seatbelt? Like, I know what he's talking about. It's when they're in the helicopter and they're going down and he can't buckle the seatbelt, so he just ties it. Two female ends of the seatbelt. He finds a way to buckle himself in, even though there's two, it, not a male and a female. It's, it's two, two females, females, but he still finds a way to secure himself. Later on in the movie, the dinosaurs start reproducing, but they shouldn't be able to because they're all female dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But nature found a way. And he's just like, oh, my gosh, how did I never <laughs> notice that before? Like, of course, it's it's it is a super subtle, totally non-related circumstance. And yet it tells you exactly what's going to happen at the end of the movie. And it's just like total genius, <laughs> total genius. And so you see stuff in the Old Testament that at the time, completely unrelated context to what we're going to see in the future. But the second you 
see the end product and then look back at Isaiah or Hosea or any of that and go, oh my gosh, they had no idea that yeah. this was going to happen. As we were saying, I think before we recorded, that he was going to be born into a manger and that he wasn't going to seek political power and he's going to do things totally differently. Like the Maccabean Revolution happened and Jesus was like, nope, not doing it that way. That's how you think I'm going to do it. And yeah, so you, you look at it back then and it's easy to see why they thought it was going to go this way or that way. And then he shows up and does it his way. And you look back and you're like, Oh my gosh, yeah. how did we not see that before? Yeah. So there you go. Or just even the whole, I mean, everything about what he did just was completely, completely unexpected. Yeah. I, I, I Again, I just, I think about everything, just everything that comes to my mind they're constantly like going, what? Explain <laughs> this to us. Or no, it can't. And he has a very much uh, of just a, you know, just even, just even the thing that keeps coming to my mind is just how they viewed the Sabbath. I mean, you, you can't heal anyone today. That's work. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's, it's so like, he's like, you have completely miss the point not just like if there was a word that was more encompassing than completely that's the yeah. word he would use yeah. you have unequivocally in every possible way blown it on this one yeah and again back to my original point i just in my heart i have the sense of that is what is going to happen again i just think we are going to be blown away because i i, I think if you ask most questions most Christians, <laughs> if you ask most Christians what the second coming is going to look like, it's Jesus on a cloud. Now, I realize that that's what Scripture says, but I, I just don't think... Part of, part of me is this pragma, pragmatic when I talk about this, and then I'm like... Clouds well, can't hold people. Well, clouds can't hold people. No, it's more the... We, there's no point on the earth where you can... Like, everybody could see him. You know, for him to come oh. back on the cloud, if you're on the other <gasps> side of the what planet. If, what if he comes back in the cloud <laughs> the where all the cloud. files are? Jesus is coming back through the internet. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to live stream on the internet to the whole world. That's what's going to happen. Yes. Or the cloud is going to be the name of the alien ship that comes and blows the that earth cloud. up. Oh. Did I go too far on that one? My, yeah. I was actually going to go with a Matrix <sighs> reference there and say he was... Uh, Oh, now I forgot what it... <laughs> did you take the wrong pill, Dave? I did. I, I was about to say he's going to come back as Nemo. Nemo? <laughs> Neo? Neo. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway, so th there's things like that that, like, okay, every Christian says, well, Jesus is coming back on the cloud. And, oh, guess what? It's going to be over the United States. You know? And it's... It, so anyway, sorry. <laughs> I just think. Well, I mean, he was a white guy. So. He was a white guy, yeah. Hmm. Name is probably Steve, really. Jesus' real name was Steve. If he's a white guy. <laughs> he's a white guy. I don't want to say Dave and offend you. <laughs> That's a pretty white guy name. <laughs> so, anyways. Speak, I don't think I do know any black Daves. I'm sure there are black Daves, but I don't know any black Daves. Uh, David Robinson, first of for, all. Well, and then. Yes, I'm uh, going. I'm going through athletes yeah, or, or actors. Those are the 
the people that I remember the names of the most. David Robinson. I'm seeing a picture of... Oh, I can't pronunciate tonight. Pron- pronunciate's not a word either. Pronunciate. Pronounce and enunciate are words. Enunciate. <laughs> I cannot enunciate. Wow. This, this word's swirling the bowl fast here. Uh, all right, verse 14. <clears throat> and this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Okay. Sounds good to me. And I think that's supposed to happen by 2020. The year 2020. The TV show 2020? The year 2020. Oh, the year 2020. The whole world will have had the gospel by 2020. That's only like three years away. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, there is an element of, um, you know, to me, this is one of those tangible things that I think um, is something that you can point to. The gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the world. The whole world is testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. I do think there's an element of all corners of the world will have the gospel. Now, whether that means there's a Bible translated in their language, there'll be a missionary that comes to, I don't know what that means, but I do think this is one of those tangible things of, um, because I think it, I want to say this is is mentioned somewhere else, and I probably should do my, do more uh, preparation than I have. Well, yeah, me too, but too bad we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess, I mean, I feel like I've made my thoughts and my opinions fairly clear. What I hope I've done is uh, not unnecessarily, that's a double negative, hold on. What I hope I've done is explain my thoughts and my views without ostracizing people for no reason other than speaking strongly. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd rather my opinions come across and then other people go, oh, you know what? He's wrong here. And tell me why. And yes. not think that I'm being a jerk just to be a jerk. Because I don't want to be a jerk. I'm, I'm a nice guy, Dave. I'm a nice guy. This is true. Most of the time. I mean, how nice am I? I'm, I'm, I've been doing a podcast for two years with a Bears and a White Sox fan. <laughs> and I have my is, Detroit yes. Lions socks on right now. So... You know, Grace comes in many shapes, including socks. Mm. <laughs> Dave's a nice guy, though, too, because he lets me in his house, so it goes both ways. Yeah, now if you're a Cubs fan... Uh, I'm married to one. I know. She's pretty, though, so we let it stay. <laughs> and she had my kid, so, you know, she gets a free pass for a really long time. Well, any closing thoughts? Or have we successfully landed the ship? I think we're there. I think we're there, and we will continue in the weeks to come. Yeah, next week, the abomination of desolation. Woohoo! That should be fun. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Bye. Bye.